Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, January 12th. S&P futures are rallying about 10 points. That's about 25 basis points. NASDAQ futures are up a bit more. They're up about 50 points. That's about 40 basis points. Europe's major indices are trading flat to up about 20 basis points. Uh, banks are the top group in Europe, up over a percent. Retail basic resources are also trading very well. Nothing is really getting hit hard in Europe. You do have underperformance in utilities, healthcare, staples, mild underperformance in those groups. Asia generally finished higher across the board. Japan, mainland, China, Hong Kong all rallied. There was some softness in Taiwan and Korea. So in terms of major news, it's it's another very quiet morning. So there's no real major economic data, no major central bank headlines. The media is still dominated by Trump. Markets have moved on. Um, you know, they appreciate Biden will be president um, next Wednesday. All the noise and news about everything that's happening on social media, about impeachment, et cetera, it's just really not impacting equities. Um, it's not not not, not going to have a major impact on the economy or the outlook for equities. So the House will be moving forward with an impeachment. You're probably going to see an impeachment vote tomorrow on Wednesday. So Trump will be the only president to get impeached twice in the House. Very unlikely you'll have a conviction in the Senate. The McConnell has already said that a Senate trial would not begin until after Trump has already left office. Um, unclear, even if that process, if that trial would take place, um, there probably are not two thirds votes, even after Trump leaves office for a conviction in the Senate. So again, just not a ton of focus, um, on the end of the Trump era, obviously a lot of focus on the beginning of the Biden era. Biden is due to make two major announcements on Thursday. He's supposed to unveil a new plan to accelerate the, um, the administration of vaccines And then more importantly for markets, he's also due to unveil his fiscal stimulus package. Um, You know, so again, if you take a step back and look at the core pillars of the rally, you have earning strength, you have massive stimulus, you have vaccine optimism, all those are still um, are still very much in place and supporting markets on the earnings front. You've had a lot of updates around consumer and healthcare companies um, out of two major conferences this week, the ICR event, and then the JP Morgan healthcare conference. Most of the updates have been positive. You've had a ton of companies come out and raise guidance, um, for Q4 businesses tracking ahead of plan, et cetera. So as we get into the formal start of the Q4 season with banks, um, you know, you do have some often, you do have indications that corporate America continues to perform well, I do think this Q4 season, though, will not be as robust as the prior two um, in that you aren't going to see the types of massive earnings upside that you saw back for the Q2 and Q3 seasons, just because um, I think analyst expectations are a little bit more reasonable this time around. Um, and you you had now the fulfillment of the reopening phase, whereas in Q2 and Q3, you had you were going from essentially a shutdown economy to a reopening economy that created this enormous tailwind. And you had a lot of bullish messaging from management teams on calls about positive linearity, et cetera. That is going to reverse a little bit this time around where at best linearity is probably neutral. Um, and a lot of companies will probably point out negative linearity with the month of December being softer than November, et cetera. But again, this is just a mild setback. Um, I still think that the consensus forecast for $170 this year and then around $195 for 2022 um, are still very achievable. And that latter number in particular is very important. That is underpinning um, the 4,000 plus price targets for the S&P, which is the consensus now among um, sell-side strategists. On the stimulus front, um, you know, you are seeing some nuances on the stimulus front. So again, Biden is due to have out his fiscal plan this Thursday. 
Um, it will be in the trillions. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of questions around whether or not this will include infrastructure spending and or anything around tax hikes. I would suspect those two items will wait until um, after we're out of the kind of crisis phase around COVID. So I suspect his his blueprint on Thursday will be focused just on essentially enhancing all of the various different factors that have been in the prior stimulus bill. So enhanced unemployment, um, another round of stimulus checks. There will probably be a big emphasis on state and local aid, which um, has been absent or absent um, in, a, in a material way from the prior stimulus bills. And then on the monetary front, I think it's where you're, where you're seeing kind of the most um, market doubt. So a bunch of Fed officials have been speaking over the last several days. All of them, um, none of them are suggesting that there is any imminent shift in policy. Um, there is a lot of focus around quantitative easing. Remember, the Fed is buying $120 billion per month of mortgages and treasuries. No one is really suggesting that that number is due to shift soon. However, I think you investors are starting to um, look at that number as increasingly inappropriate, just given what you're seeing in markets, ongoing strength, given what you're um, expected to see on the growth front and improved nominal growth, given what um, you know, you're expected to see on the vaccine front, an accelerated pace of uh, vaccinations, et cetera. So I think that is where you're seeing a lot of um, doubt start to seep into the market around, around quantitative easing. Um, do you start to see a latter debate from Fed officials about tapering? When will a taper occur? Again, you haven't really seen a lot of Fed officials other than Bostic, who's kind of suggested that you could see a taper before the end of this year. Um, but that is definitely an area that's um, you know very much in focus. Uh, and then on vaccines, again, we're waiting on the Johnson Johnson U.S. Phase Three numbers and the Novamax U.S. I'm sorry, U.K. Phase Three figures. Those are the next big data readouts. You are seeing the pace of vaccination in the U.S. accelerate. So it started slow, um, but a variety of different states have, in, have announced measures in the last several days to increase um, distribution. The White House is due to unveil a new set of guidelines today. And then, like I said before, Biden will unveil a new set of guidelines on Thursday. Just keep in mind, you know, it's very much a state issue. It's not so much a federal decision. So the federal government can provide guidance but it comes down to individual governors as far as making specific plans. And you have seen a lot of governors announce plans to um, accelerate the rollout. Um, so like I said before, that's pretty much it as far as incremental news for today. There are a bunch of micro headlines, so a lot of company-specific news, a lot, like I said, a lot of updates around those two big conferences, and you have a couple of other pre-announcements. Um, so be sure to check out the piece today for all the details there. On the calendar, there's not a ton this morning. You have a, a couple more Fed speakers. Um, nothing really major on the earnings front other than ACI um, this morning uh, in, the, in the grocery sector. That will be in focus. And then you have uh, another day of conferences. So CES, ICR, and the JP Morgan Healthcare Conference. Those are the big ones this week. And then, by, I'm sorry, Trump will be making his first public appearance today since last Wednesday. He'll be going to Alamo, Texas um, to speak at the border wall. So that is everything for this morning. Thank you for listening.